Okay. Oh, sorry, I always do that to you when you just do that to. Big gulp. And sauce. then you make sauce. a star. Sam sauce. All right. Hi. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Playing Devil's Avocado. Thank you. We <laughs> really are, I'm doing my best news, newsreader voice, uh, but I'm not wearing strappy sandals, as discussed last time. Um, my name is Lisa Sinclair. You are Claire Isaac. That's very true. Agree. I agree wholeheartedly, Lisa. <laughs> and today we are doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. We're talking about some things. We've got a salad follow-up. Big <laughs> issues. Nothing I um, like more than talking about salad. You know what? You what? can make friends with salad. Make friends with salad. Mm-hmm. Are pets really good for us? Mm-hmm. I say yay. Mm-hmm. You say maybe not. Um, there's quite a bit of culture club to talk about, mm-hmm. and also some follow-ups. Yep. Okay, shall we get started? Let's. All right, so last time <laughs> we had a big discussion about salad spinners. <laughs> um, Stop the presses, people. Everyone it's knows. continuing yes, this week. Everybody obviously is aware of this because it made headlines across <laughs> Australia and the UK. You know when they um, pick up on a story yes. online and it goes, it goes viral? We went viral. The great salad spinner debate. Um, so this week you want to move that along yep. with a discussion about salad dressing. <laughs> My husband will be like turning this off about now, <laughs> as will probably half the audience. Don't know because no, this is quite don't. interesting. It's very please interesting. Don't. So, um, I love a salad. Yes, I just um, subscribed to this Mary Tales um, email thing, and it came through with which is Merivale. Oh, they've um, got a newsletter. Have yeah, they? okay. And um, Merivale own you know half of Sydney in yeah. terms of the bars and restaurants, yeah. and they're really always beautiful, always yes. really well done. They are. And they posted this thing, which was um, five salad dressings that you should have mm. in your arsenal. Arsenal. <laughs> which I will post in the PDAs because I think everyone needs a new salad dressing every now and then. Yeah. Um, and they have really cool ones, like wafu dressing, which is a Japanese one, where you have um, soy sauce, <coughs> rice wine, my, um, my mouth's watering, vinegar, sugar, mirin, sesame oil, and toasted white sesame. So that's good for rocket and those that kind of peppery delicious. leaves. Yep. A green tahini dressing, or oh, tahini, yeah. as you yes. would say, yes. which is fragrant and herbaceous, that has tahini, white wine vinegar, lemon juice, Dill, flat leaf parsley and mint. That sounds delicious. So good. Really good with iceberg lettuce. Okay. Which you dry in salad spinners. Yes. So really, 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 really good. A red wine vinegar one that has eschalots and garlic. That's my favourite. Cook it. Oh, you cook it? Yeah. Wow. Cook it in olive oil on the stove till it's softened. Then add chilli flakes, dried, dried oregano, as the Americans would say, red wine, vinegar, lemon, salt, and a rain of parmesan, and put it all in a jar. And that sounds amazing. It does. It's funny, isn't it? Because people have a, their personal... Yes. Balsamic, whatever, yes. dressing. Do you remember Wagamama's? Yes. Do you remember their salad dressing? No. Absolutely delicious. I actually bought the Wagamama's cookbook to get their salad dressing. What was in it? I can't remember. I think it had like... Um, <laughs> it would have sesame Sesame and probably rice vinegar or something. Yeah. Uh, actually, all the best... Well, a lot of the best salad dressings have sugar in, don't they? Yeah, palm or honey sugar. or mm. something, and that's what makes them so delicious. I make a really good one, thanks to a friend of ours. We shall call her Eliza. Yes. Which is um, just balsamic vinegar, olive oil, and maple syrup. Yes, I'm really sure that delicious. is delicious. Because it's the sweetness. It's the sweetness, isn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. It is my sweet. 
Um, well, thank you for sharing. Anyway, you know, you might find that the most boring thing you've ever heard, yeah. but I think it's fascinating, and yes. I always want new Coming salad Coming into salad dressings. season, aren't we? Salad season! <laughs> <laughs> we have a Actually, for that. Um, when I was in London, I went to this vegan place, mm. and there was this salad dressing that I have found a recipe for that I'm going to recreate, which was um, avocado and mango. Oh, amazing. And it was delicious. Yeah, avocado, like any green goddessy mm. thing yeah. that's green and used your, in your blender with yeah. all herbs. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, salad dressings. Right. Let's say salad dressings again. Okay. <laughs> salad dressing. Yes. Now, Claire, you've got an article, and I, I couldn't disagree with it more. Are pets really good for us? And it's saying no. Well, no, they're not saying no. It's saying that there's some. There's actually studies that have proven that w- while we say, oh, pets are great because yes. they keep your stress levels down. Yeah, lower your blood pressure. They keep your... Companionship. Yes, they help you sleep. Yeah. They um, keep up your, you know, like your immune system Immunity. because of the, bio, the bacteria yeah. that they bring in. I mean, keep you fit if you walk your dog. That's right. Keep yeah. you fit if you chase your cat up and down the hallway. Yeah. Just for fun. Just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> if you want him to do that thing that the cats do where they go up on four legs with <laughs> Archie back, it's always fun for a laugh. <laughs> but it's not all yeah. fur and cuddles and licky time, is it? <laughs> Please never say licky time again. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Jules Howard, right. and she, um, I presume it's a she, she although or I don't know. Yeah. Um, they, they were talking about getting a new dog, and her and her family, or him and her, his family. Yeah. Um, and they were trying to work out whether it actually makes you a better person or um, healthier. And they looked at all this research, and so there's all these things that say, yes, when um, you're looking at com- that homes in the US, for instance, that have fungal and bacterial communities within them, dogs and cats give you more of those fungal oh. and bacteria but it makes you more less likely to develop asthma and things like that because oh, right. you build up a resistance okay. to all that stuff so it's actually good um it's very nice and and warm to have a to have a cat or a dog means that you have companionship obviously it's really good if you're old um because it can they have this um love molecule or well, oxytocin obviously when the cats and dogs bond with you and it makes oh, you feel nice and yeah. happy and you see each other that you know so when you make your cat <laughs> You can't, I can't look at you. Um, and then um, I'm crying. And then also there were some bad things. Yes. Well, Income. The bad thing. Income. Incoming. Pets oh, cost income. money. Income. I thought you were... Incoming. Incoming. Incoming bad, bad things. <laughs> so first of all... Oh, yeah, they're expensive. Pets cost money. Yeah. And it's true. Like My cat cost $1,000 one Christmas <gasps> just because he ate... Uh, Spider, yeah, something else happened to him. But anyway, he had a, some kind of kidney thing and, yeah. I once did an article about the cut, what, what is your cut-off point mm-hmm. financially? Like, what what would you spend on your pet? I know, it's ridiculous. Like, I think it depends on the age. You need to have a graph with the age of pet, age, health of pet, generally. Yeah, how much money you've got in your bank account. Mm. I mean, I, I know people who've spent $10,000 yeah. on, on their pets. Yeah. I mean, That's if you've got it, I suppose you do, yeah. but... A lot of money, isn't it? Is it is a lot. Mm. Um, so there was um, 
One large study that was done in California with 5,200 families failed to find a relationship between owning a pet and overall health after correcting for income and their local neighbourhood and the affluency of that neighbourhood. And then um, in Finland they did a study and it said that they're less, the people are more likely to have high blood pressure and cholesterol. You're right. So that's weird. Maybe you're just eating all the food that you feed the dog. Yeah. I'm cooking some bacon for Biffo. I'm going to eat it too. I don't oh, know. Oh, they health hazards as well. Cause, uh, like trip trip over them, yeah. And yeah. dog bites, tripping over them. Oh, yeah. Seven Estimated 87,000 people go to hospital in the US after tripping over them. Right. Particularly elderly people. I mean, you people. can trip over your doormat, can't you? I tripped so... over my dog and broke my arm when I was 13. Your dog or mm. your doormat? My dog. Oh. <laughs> Poor dog. He stopped yeah. in the street and I fell over him. Oh. Um, also, there's all the fatal diseases you can get from dog and cat saliva. Um, emotional downsides, so like caring for a cat or dog when you need to put it down oh, and yeah. all that kind of stuff when they're old and they need to be looked well, after I mean, is really life, it's a burden. It? Yeah, but get... it's a burden that you you choose to have. You yes, don't necessarily you don't choose to, to have you know have your family. partner or your family die, yeah. but you can choose not to have a cat for that reason. I see. Um, and also, um, pets often get abandoned. So, you know, yeah. they might make you happy for a minute, but a lot of people find that happiness hard to look after them long term. And um, then in the past seven years, this is so sad, in the past seven years, the number of chihuahuas in RSPCA rescue centres has risen by 700%. Oh, my gosh. Dachshunds are up 600%. Oh. And Pomeranians are up 440%. Is that because more people have got those silly little dogs? And yeah. They, I and actually love all those silly little yeah, dogs. Yeah, I do too. But then the reality is not quite what they thought it was going to be. Yeah. I mean, chihuahuas are quite yappy. I love a chihuahua. I love chihuahuas. They're very intelligent. Yeah, they're Dash really hounds are tricky because they're actually very expensive because they have bad legs, don't yeah, they? Yeah, and bad backs. And they bad can get backs. bad backs. Yeah. Got a long way to travel between legs and backs. Yeah, and Pomeranians are just too, probably too cute. <laughs> that, you know, you just can't deal with the cuteness. Yeah, I have So you mental, have to give them up. Mental instability. <laughs> so... Yeah, this person said they've talked themselves out of getting a dog for those I think dogs reasons. are different. I think dogs are a whole other level of pet ownership to they compare are. to cats Although, you or know. fish or something. <laughs> fish. You don't really cuddle a fish. No. No. Um, That's going to be the title of my um, autobiography. What's that? You can't cuddle a fish. Can't cuddle a fish. <laughs> Look forward to reading it. <laughs> all right. Mm. Now it's... I'm crying still, all right. by the Can way. You, you're over it yet? Yeah, I'm Okay. Right. Look, it's that time of year mm. where all the Christmas albums start to come mm. out. I don't know if Michael Bublé's got one out this year, has he? Well, I don't know that it will matter. Why? Because I think somebody is coming in from behind. Oh, <laughs> uh, someone's someone's going to take over the Bublé crown. Really? And in fact, he was going to call it his album something that was a pun on the word Bublé, but I can't remember what it was. Right. So, who's got a Christmas album out? Robbie Williams. Has he? Mm. That makes it official, doesn't it? It's official. He's, he's jumped the shark. Jumped the he's shark. become Mr. Entertainment. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, he does have a song, Let Me Entertain You. So, <laughs> Well, what else is he meant to do? How old is he? He's 47, 48. Um, mm. Is it a natural progression for him? Look, he was always a... I mean, he's done the swing album already. Yeah, he Did was always like a... Not particularly. No. He was always a... Um, he was born to a showbiz family. His father is and does stills tour with him, but is a like an entertainment yes. northern workman clubs kind of... Yeah. Hey, love, we're coming, you know, like cheeky chappy kind of thing. So it was always in Robbie's DNA that he was going to do it. But Robbie is my one true love. Right. Robbie is my hall pass. Okay. And I don't know that I approve of this. And then, to make matters worse... Mm. So, hang on. Well, to make matters worse, another one of our favourites. Yes. 
our silver sh- our silver shark, silver shark, our silver fox himself, yep. Mr. Martin Kemp, is bringing out a swing album with his wife. Mm. Oh, Don't know how feel about that as well. It's got no. Christmas songs on it. It's all very like sitting in the hearth, in front of the hearth, in a woolly jumper, yeah. smiling with your with your very white teeth. Do you know what? Maybe it's a bit of a, no- a northern hemisphere thing as well. Very northern hemisphere. So maybe very that's England. why we're not sort of loving it as much. I looked at the um, this track list for both. <clears throat> yeah. So Robbie's got some good ones because he's got um, he does "Merry Christmas Everybody" by Slade with Jamie yeah. Cullen. Oh, that's pretty fun. He does it. "It's a Wonderful Life" with his dad Pete Conway, who's actually very good. Yeah. He does Rod Stewart song. Which one? Fairy Fairy Tales. Oh, no, with Rod Stewart. Oh. He does a terrible song, the sound of it, called "Bad Sharon" with boxing champ Tyson Fury, that which. Made me want to throw away all of my Robbie Williams albums yeah. immediately. Uh, Brian Adams' song he does as well, and another another duet with Rod Stewart called "It Takes Two, which I'm not sure. Well, look, let's let's reserve judgment till we've heard it. But I it's, just it's sad. not it's not makes sounding me sad. good. Makes yeah. me sad. I just feel like really, can you not just be rock and roll? Yeah, and stick your tongue out and pull your pants down. Show yeah. us your tiger pants. Be a cheeky chappy. Be a cheeky chappy. Yeah, um, and then. The um, Martin and Shirley album, just, it says it was as much of a surprise to them as it will be to their fans. It's like, well, if it was such a surprise, mm, maybe well, you shouldn't it. have done it. Mm. <laughs> if you were shocked, yeah. we're shocked. So he, of course, is in Spanish Ballet. She was half of Pepsi and Shirley. Never really was a musical, you know, giant, yes. Shirley, was she? No. But she's, you know, lovely. Um, and he'd been working... Um, in the studio, and she was helping me out on a song, and eventually they just went, let's do a swing album, as you would. Yeah. <laughs> so they've done Ain't That a Kick in the Head, um, Nice Work If You Can Get It, um, what other oh. ones? You Make Me Feel So Young, The I Way just, You Look Tonight. I just feel like mm. there's probably versions that have been done that are probably not going to get bettered, so why bother? Yeah. Been to look like a lot, look like... Look, look, look. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to look a lot like Christmas, and that is not a look I want. You know, I just no, I just can't be bothered. I went to the Jersey Boys musical, <sighs> and I had to leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't I I find it hard. No. I find it really no. sad that they go. Like, I don't mind a bit of swing if it's the original, you know, Rat Pack. No, but like, what I hate is that these people are were rock and roll. Yeah. They were beautiful. Yeah. They were like rebels. They were taking drugs mm. and getting drunk. And we all mature and we all get older. And of course, you can't mm. take the drugs or get the drunk or whatever no. that you used to do. But you don't have to become. No, it's probably a bit early for both of them to be on that. No, trajectory. Like yeah. All oh, right. And you know what musical I did like though. What? I went to see something the other day. Oh yeah. What Can I was talk it? about it now? Yeah. I like to talk about it talk now. Talk about it. Called Fangirls. Yes. And it is such a delight. Mm. If anyone has ever loved Robert. Did you Williams, go to the theatre? I went to the theatre. Yeah. Went to the theatre. Theatre. Yes. Um, and it is written by this amazing girl. Her name is Evie Blake. I think she's 27. She's just incredibly talented. She wrote all the songs, all the words, everything. Mm. And it's about a young girl who is in love with um, a, ma- a band member um, of a boy band called True Direction, and she's in love with Harry. I don't know yes. if you can see that. I there can, might I, be parallels I with yes. <laughs> the real world. 
Um, and basically it's about how, you know, it's about being a, a teenage fan and it's about how society looks down on these girls yeah. because they're just so hysterical about them. But actually it's part of growing up. It's part of the of the sort of cycle that you need to go through. And you shouldn't look down on them. You should, you know, no. embrace it for what it is. It's also about the relationships you have with your family while you're going through all these kind of things. Um, Does it's it make also, you cry? No recognition. No, but it was. I was a massive Duran Duran fan. I was a massive Robbie Williams fan. Um, it's very. Um, you just go. Oh my God, we are all just the same. All teenage mm. girls. You know, there's that thing where you just you think you're the only person that, and you think that they're going to love you too. It's yes. very sweet. And anyway, the songs are amazing. And it's this guy from The Voice called Aiden who was in The Voice this year. Oh. He plays Harry, and he's the perfect. <laughs> pop star like he's really cute he's got the floppy hair he does it all so well and who's in the audience what age groups in the audience there was lots of young teenagers yep. it's very cute yeah. and they were all screaming they loved Aiden I think Aiden fans were there which right. was kind of like meta yes. very yes. meta very um, and then there's lots of mums who were taking their kids yep. lots of people who were just there to see that that you know the play because she's very talented and she's obviously being talked up a lot the people in it are really good. It's at it's in Sydney until mid-November, I think, or maybe the end of November, and then it will be touring around. They want to do a cast album and all this. The songs are amazing. Oh. And then the songs that she's written for the band are hilarious because they're just those, you know, like, listen to the children, like you know, like songs that are supposed to be about issues, but obviously they're written yes. by terrible songwriters. She's managed to harness that as well. Very fun. I love it. Okay. Highly recommend. Go to the theatre because I'm so cultural. Oh, I haven't been to the theatre for ages. No. Okay. Mm. Um, now, the goddess is Nigella. Yes. She has a new sort of way of um, approaching things in life. She does. <laughs> She's great, Nigella, isn't yeah. she? She's just so good. I do love her. I love her too. I do. I, I mean, I fall in and out of love with her a bit, but I'm in love with her at the moment. Right. Well, she's yeah. great. Yes. And she has a thing that she does every time she has to make a decision. Mm. So say she wants to decide what movie she wants to go and see or whether she's going to have dinner out, whether she wants to go um, out on a night when she was going to stay at home. Yes. And someone says, come to the theatre, yes. for example. theatre. She asks herself, what would I do if I really loved myself? Right. So what, how does that manifest then? So then you'd go, if I really love myself, I would say no to going yes. out because what I need is a night in at yeah. home on the couch and I'm not going to be swayed by, yes. you know, okay. the, the need to please people. Okay. So it's about being a people pleaser. It's, it's about making sure that you put yourself first. I and quite I think like it. Lovely. I think I we should like use that. it. Don't go towards what you feel is the right answer, she says, and give the one that best answers the question, which is actually quite useful advice as well. Yes. Because even though when you ask that question, you could kind of go down a rabbit hole of not knowing what yes. was right for you or not. No, I know. That. I don't know if I've got confused now. But no, it's just like, if you love yourself, yes. would you have another bit of that cheese, for example? You'd probably say no, wouldn't you? No, I don't need it. No. I don't need it. Mm. Okay. Mm. Oh, it's so freeing. Ooh, why don't we spend a week of doing that? Let's be Nigella for a week. Yeah. If you loved right. yourself, what would what would you do? Okay. Okay. Next week we'll challenge. Tell you, we'll challenge tell you accepted. Night. Let's all do it. Yes. Everybody in the PDA. Okay. So repeat. What do we have to do? We have to say when we're making loved... a decision about something. Yeah. What would I do if I really loved myself? Okay. And I bet you make end up making some really good decisions. Yeah. All right. Let's get. Can back. you write that down and text it to me because I won't remember. <laughs> <laughs> what would I do if I really loved myself? Yeah, remember, t- remember to text I'll, I'll, it. I'll, yeah. So we're um, a 
podcast. We're called Play Devil's Avocado. Yeah, We're yeah. here to entertain you like Robbie Williams. <laughs> but not in a swing way. But not or, in a swingers a way. way. We're not swingers. Um, <laughs> and we've got a little bit more to go. We've got some culture club. Oh, yeah. Um, I learnt a new phrase. Yes. And we've got a follow-up. Excellent. Okay. What's your new phrase? Oh, do you want to do culture club first? Yeah, I'll tell you my new phrase. Never heard it before. So I was in the pub the other day, Saturday afternoon. Toilets. Went to the toilet. There's, the toilet was in use for ever, and there's this weird noise coming from it, like. Anyway, eventually worked out. It was um, a lady, and she was pumping and dumping. I was told. Have you heard of this phrase, pumping and dumping? Well, I have, but I've never heard of it being done in a pub toilet. Yes. So um, she was obviously pumping her milk. Mm-hmm. She was a new mum. Mm-hmm. Um, and then dumping said milk because it had too many um, margaritas in it. Right. Fair, good effort because it was two o'clock in the afternoon, but I suppose she'd had lunch. And baby Maybe. baby wasn't there. Baby must have been at home. Right. Do you like it when people go, baby? How's baby? <laughs> um, so baby was at home. Right. Nobody um, puts baby in the corner unless yeah. you go into the pub. Yeah, and she was out having lunch and then she was pumping and dumping her milk. Right. I felt a bit sorry for her that she had to sit in a toilet cubicle and do it. But yeah. I suppose, what else are you going to do? Well, yeah, there's nowhere to go, is there? Yeah. Yeah, um, pump and dump's a great expression. Yeah. I and mean, it is what it says on the box, isn't it? Yeah, or on the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, the new, that's my favourite. I had heard the phrase before. Right. But... I'm not, I don't think I've ever seen it being done in a pub toilet. So yeah, I right. think you're right to be, you know... Surprised. Surprised and, yes. and delighted. Surprised <laughs> and delighted. Um, and speaking of, you know, new mums, mm. I'm not a mum. <laughs> right. But more and more... I mean, we've spoken about being oh, work yes, mums, yes, haven't yes, we? Yeah. More and more, I just feel like I'm everybody's mother out in the real world as yes. well. Because no one knows how to do anything. No one knows how to do anything. And people are getting younger. Obviously, aren't they? You only have to watch the news. Not us, though. Not us. But you only have to watch the news, and they're literally seventeen yeah. reading the news. Yeah. Um, and the other day we were in a went to a pub, and the guy came over to clean the table, wipe the table down, because people had been there before us. And it, like, I had to show him how to wipe the table. <laughs> he came along, and he had this cloth that was just wringing wet and he was just like smearing it all over the table and it's like just do you not know how to clean a wipe a table down you're a waiter and also a human (laughs) a grown adult and also in public in public and Um, it's your job yeah and it's sort of there's quite a lot of this goes on isn't there yeah look you know i think people don't necessarily leave home Right. Don't you think? Maybe that's what People it is. People don't leave home as much. They leave home yeah. later. Leave home, So they're not yeah. trained up in the ways of the world. No. They've never had to clean their own table. No, so they don't Mum do adulting. Mum does it for them. Mum does it for them. Yeah. Now, that's going to make me sound like one of those really annoying middle-aged people that says things like that. Yes. And I don't really believe that mum does it for them but I do believe and I know factually people yeah. don't leave home early so I can only assume that mum yes. might do more for them yes so or that people things are just done around them and that they're not necessarily in the house when the cleaning's done etc etc they're probably out yes so they sort of um, there's maybe just some base life base life basic. skills basic life skills that people aren't acquiring yeah. as early as they used to look it's hard isn't it when you move out do you remember moving out of home um, yes. Do you remember? I do remember. Back in the days of black remember. and white television. Yes. Um, do I actually you... did have a black and white television <laughs> so in my bedroom. Oh, so did I. Yeah. I um, bought it for about five pounds from oh, the charity shop. Oh. Yeah. Um, but do you remember like things like learning? You know, you just you could. 
I didn't really learn cooking uh, until I moved out of home. Then I had to just kind of fudge things together a bit. Really, I, I had a couple of books. I always cooked as a teenager, right? But just things yeah. like clean, yeah, cleaning and knowing, like just sort of knowing how. Like you always knew, like as a girl, I think you always want your bedroom to be lovely because you want it to be an oasis that you can, yes. especially in a share house, yeah. you want to make sure that you feel Escape comfortable. To it. But like the rest of the house, <laughs> I, I was just laughing at one share house I lived at. <laughs> We had five girls in one house, right? And we all had TVs in our bedrooms. And when one of the girls was using a particular electronic device, <laughs> all our TVs would go. <laughs> was it plugged in? I don't know. I remember the frequency, it was made the frequency. It. <laughs> All our TVs would go. <laughs> and it was like, get off your vibrator. <laughs> I'm trying to watch Friends. I'm trying to watch Friends, and it actually was Friends. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But I do remember, you know, like, you, yeah, you go out of their house to make, you know, you like, I, don't, I remember going to the shop and buying beautiful bed linen and yes. a lovely lamp and all that sort of stuff. I don't think boys, boys don't do that. Do that. that. They, don't yeah. really, they just have a bed, and it's usually yeah. a mattress on, mattress on the floor. floor. And they have a light. Sheets that don't get washed for weeks. Yeah, and yeah. maybe it's because there's just a different kind of transition yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. That but we did that at 18, didn't we? Yeah. 19, whereas now people are doing it 24, yeah, 25. 25. Yeah, they don't know. And obviously they are because they can't afford to move out. No. Neither can we. It's not their fault. Yeah. No. Just clean up properly, though. Oh, just learn how to wipe a table. <laughs> um, no, what about some culture club? Yes, culture. Culture oh. club. Modern love. It's on Amazon. I don't no, it's on Am- Netflix. Modern Love's on Amazon. No, it's not. Is it? Yes. Oh, so yeah, it is. You're right. Yeah. Um, see the look she gave me. I don't have Amazon. Mm, I do. I know. Um, I know. <laughs> so I haven't seen it, but people have been talking on the PDAs about it, which yeah, is our online... Which is our Facebook group. Facebook community group. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... um Everyone loves it. I'm not sure I love it. Right. It's got uh, a good cast. Yeah. Anne Hathaway. Yep. So basically, it's a series not of one-off, one-off vignettes, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, so that each of them is a different story. Oh, are they linked or not? No, not linked. Okay. Well, they're linked in that they're from this New York Times relationships column oh. called Modern Love. Oh. Um, and um, I, I think some of it's written by Sharon Horgan. Oh, who we love. Who we love. But I don't think that it's very good. Right. I think it's very twee, a lot oh. of it, and very... It sounds a bit like those awful films like Valentine's Day. Yeah, or they're New like Eve, that. They're like that. Which in was the... really disconnected and disjointed and cheesy. And But they're a bit cheesy and a yeah. bit um, love letter to New York, but not very good, mm. um, some of them. Mm. Like, I watched the Tina Fey one last night, and it's really good. Oh. And it's uncomfortable viewing because it's about the breakdown of their marriage. Right. And there's lots of stuff in there about emotional load and mental load okay. and about how he's not pulling his weight. All right. Um, and it's very topical yeah. and interesting um, and how he's just like... Sh- and how she feels herself becoming the whinging wife who's waiting for him to do something wrong so she can pull him up on it and all that right. kind of stuff. It's very it's very relatable. Zeitgeist. Yeah, and it's very good and she's okay. great. And who's, the, who's her husband? I can't remember his name, right. but you'll recognise him. He's right. in everything, and it's really well done. So okay. that one was good. The Anne Hathaway one, she plays a woman with um, severe depression, and I actually think she's really good. Should don't like her. Film she did with yeah, I don't Jake like Gillenall. her. Yeah, don't Pretty like bad. her. No, but she was really yeah. good in it. I thought, right. and her story wasn't too bad, just because it was quite sh- surprising in what happened. It was a bit weird, a bit musically at the start, a bit strange. Um, but I don't. Everyone's been saying to me, "Oh, you should watch it. It's amazing." Mm. 
it's a little bit it's beautifully filmed lovely to watch in that it's like watching little movies yeah but they're not very they're not particularly good movies it's like romantic comedies so it's not you know right. nothing groundbreaking okay but the tina fey one is really good all right well we love tina yeah um talking of sharon horgan yeah have yes. you been watching frayed i watched one episode i haven't watched any more yet i've watched two episodes mm. do you like it I do like it. So it's on the ABC. You can watch it on iView. Mm. Um, Sharon Horgan's involved somehow. It's her company, yeah. It's her okay. production company. Um, so it's about an Australian woman who's been living in London. It's set in the 80s. Her husband dies in quite gr- grotesque circumstances. She loses all her money, has to move back to Newcastle. Yeah. So it's Newcastle and New South Wales. New South Wales, Newcastle. Mm-hmm. So all the um, sort of 80s nostalgia stuff is really quite fun. It's fun, yeah. Um, Kerry Armstrong's in it. I absolutely love her. Yeah. And it's got a really good cast. Um, I just can't work out whether it's a drama or a comedy well, or I think a it's dramedy. A, it's, a, it's a dramedy. Right. It's, a, it's just a bit odd. I don't think it knows what it is. I like the nostalgia part of it because yeah. obviously I came to Australia in the 80s. Right. So for me it's very familiar in yeah. that real strange, it's a very strange place. Yeah. Back in the 80s I reckon Australia was very Australian. Yes. Whereas now it's very international. Yeah. And I don't know if that's necessarily a good or bad thing. It's just that's how it is. I yeah. I remember walking through Sydney and there being men in short suits of shorts and long socks, yeah. which I had never seen in no. my life. And you would never see them now. You do in Queensland. Oh, in Queensland. I did see it in Queensland mm. when I arrived in Australia. Lovely. It was a grown man. Yeah, and this was a grown man. in the 60s. Yeah, 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 lots of old yeah. men. But very, very, um, I just remember being completely affronted and not knowing yes. what on earth was going on. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah. I was a bit... Um, Distracted by the main woman's hair, hair helmet, and I Black and helmet. I said to a friend, "Oh, I can't get over that wig. It's just really distracting." She said, "No, that's her hair." Yeah, so that is unfortunate. Um, <laughs> but, no, I don't mind it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it another. I'll keep I going. think it's good. I think it's yeah. nice. It's a ni- It's a good nice it's show. It's a bit different. It's a bit different. Unusual. It's on free to air. Free so to air. Can watch it. Yeah, ABC. Um, I don't have a problem with paying for things because I just yeah. go. I watch enough TV that I can justify it. But I know that for some people it's an expense that you don't... It's a lot of money. Yeah. Now, remember we, were, we had a very interesting conversation about whether you leave your stickers on your suitcases or not when you come home from holiday. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> interesting. stickers. Interesting conversation. Define, Maybe. Define interesting. <laughs> Maybe pushing it a little bit. But yes. Anyway, well, someone found it interesting because a listener, mm-hmm. let's call him Stephen... Oh, hello. ...texted me mm-hmm. to say RP7 removes stickers from things... RP7, what is that? You buy it in the supermarket. Oh, yeah. Is it like WD-40? It's like WD-40. Is it? Yeah. Oh. And it gets things, get stickers off. Get stickers off and sort of residue. You know, when you get residue from things. You get residue. Um, RT7. (laughs) Great. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe it's not called RT7. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Honestly. Uh, RP7. Oh, you just can't read it. I RP7. RP7, people. We get it at Bunnings. I think you can get it in supermarkets. Autobahn. It's a lubricant. Right. I know Bunnings. Yeah, IGA. Mm. Lubricant. Right, we lubricant. Get all, all that stuff off. Yeah. All right. Great. Is that us done? Yeah. Okay. I think so. yeah. Anything else to say? No. Oh, well. <laughs> We've said lubricant. We've said lubricant. That's, that's <laughs> us done. Our work here is done. <laughs> we'll see you 
next week. Um, go to the PDAs. Yes. You can email us on yes. weareplayingdevilsavocado at gmail.com. And don't forget the we are bit of that. Yes. People keep telling us they've emailed us that they haven't because yes. they've forgotten the very important How many we people? Are. How many people Two. have told you that? Two, Two people. All right. Um, <laughs> and you're going to put salad dressings up. I'll put some salad dressings up because right. I know how to live on the edge. Yeah. Crazy. I know. Okay. All right. Bye. See ya.